Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of the Trady Business School podcast, the only podcast you'll ever need to listen to to grow and scale your trades-based business and your life in general. I'm joined today with the wonderful Brian Santos. Mate, you are looking well today. Welcome to the show once again. Thank you. Good to see you. I am feeling better. I was coming over a cold, so if I cough or if I clear my throat, it's um, it's me getting over a sickness. But yeah, nice, nice. well, I'll, I'll I'll bring the sexy voice today because I think that uh, I may be experiencing a little bit of that myself. Been out for a uh, a walk this morning, so I'm sh- I'm rocking the the windswept look. So for all of you who are listening, uh, you can just picture me with my sexy voice and windswept hair and beard so yeah mate there we got a we got another cracking episode uh, planned today obviously it's coming up to the end of financial year here in australia a lot of people are looking at what they've performed like over the last 12 months a lot of you know many people are planning and forecasting and uh obviously we're in uh what many call unprecedented times, and uh, and I always love this comment because I don't think there's a time ever in history where you've been in the future, right? Unless somebody's invented a time machine that I'm unaware of, and I hear this all the time, we're in unprecedented times, we're in unprecedented times, but never, never has the economy been the way it is now, never will it probably be this way again. Everything is always in a state of flow, always moving and changing. So the question then begs, like, what do we do in these times? I mean, you have plenty of conversations with our clients, as as I do. What, What do you sort of see in times like these? I'm saying in air quotations for those listening. Times like these, what what are we typically seeing in the marketplace right now? It's interesting that you're that you bring this up and and the term times like these because times like these or unprecedented times it's actually not unprecedented it is there is precedent <laughs> it, it's called the economic cycles it's yeah cycles it's called cycles in general right so meaning it's it's had it's it's happened before in some shape or form i mean it, you know not saying that we are hitting a recession or anything like that and and economists are I wish I had some sound effects. <laughs> but to put things into perspective, you know, 28, 20, sorry, 2008, 2009, I think it was, was when the GFC hit. So that's what, 13, 14, 15 odd years away. So, you know, downturns in the economy have happened. And so it's not a matter of, geez, what do we do in unprecedented times? It's actually, okay, based on what we know or what we, what we can control, what can we do about it? And so, uh, in terms of you know what's happening at the moment, obviously there's a lot of people, business owners, and the customers of our businesses, right, who are feeling a little bit of fear. You know, uh, here in Australia, the interest rates, the the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, have in- in- increased again the interest rates on um, the cash rates, so wages will go up, and it seems like people are suggesting there's at least a couple of more hikes in the interest rates to come, and so it's really hitting a lot of people and. Mm-hmm talking about how the customers of business owners. So a lot of you who are listening, obviously are business owners who want to get in business as well, but a lot of you guys are in the construction trades sort of space. 
And, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people saying, oh, geez, like every time there's an interest rate, there seems to be less and less inquiries or less and less people wanting to say yes to my quotes, right? So I, I guess a few things. One is knowing that these are cycles, right? So, you know, there's there's peaks, right? Like the top of a mountain, you have your boom and then and then you start to go down and, you know, you have your troughs, your peaks and troughs, ups and downs. So if you if you look at the economic cycle or even your business life kind of going like that, what you ultimately want to do is have those uh, troughs or the the downturns a lot like less aggressive, stick, aggressive, right? Mm. And yeah. Smooth them out, right? As opposed to go, oh crap, what do I do? What do I do? And then you know it's it's out of my control. Actually, there are, there are definitely things that you can do in preparation for fear in the market, customers or inquiries going down, and all that sort of stuff. So, which we can talk about in a sec, but. That's yeah, kind of what- I, I remember. I remember in and around COVID, lots of people freaking out, right? And what I typically see in downturns in any any market, right? Because every industry goes through these cycles that you talk about. So yes, you're right. There is precedence. There have been downturns. There have been booms. There have been crashes. All of those things. I will always debate that. No two times are the same. No two times are identical. But yeah, we can learn from the past and the fact that we know industry and the economy is cyclic. So then the question is, why do people freak out? Like, why do people go to that that place, right? And like you said, touched on before, it's that it is that fear. What I see more often than not is people slipping into this state of disempowerment or what's often referred to as victim state, right? Mm. And it's like, oh, there's nothing I can do because the economy's crashing. Like COVID was a classic example, right? Like in Victoria and in Australia, like they literally shut the state down for like, I think combined it was like 12 months in total. Like nobody was allowed to trade. And, you know, that's a really extreme situation. But what that did for a lot of people is that forced innovation. Well, it didn't force them. They gave, it gave them, presented them with an opportunity to innovate in a way that they'd never known before. Yeah. And rather than what I saw a lot of the Victorian state do and the economy do was rather than double down and work out how they could continue to trade and make money, what, how could they fell into this victim state and disempowerment and were a, were a victim of circumstance instead of using it for them to go, okay, what can I do here? You know, you saw a lot of places like restaurants and that close their doors, but a lot of them boomed because they went, okay, we're going to create a takeaway service and, you know, options that they'd never had before, right? And I think you, we talked about this offline and and I'd love you to talk to it some more, but it's that, you know, what can we do to double down in these times and actually take advantage of them? For me, I always had a program with with my teams that if we had downtimes, and sometimes we have downtime just because of weather, right? Mm. Like tradies and people that work outdoors, they're subject to inclement weather, you know, extremely hot days and rain where it's, you know, basically dangerous to, to work in to some degree. So we always had some level of training, some level of development that we, the guys or systems and processes that we wanted to develop that I never gave my guys days off when it rained. It was like, 
back into the office, start drafting this up, start drawing, you know, doing these procedures, watch this training, whatever it may be. But I'm talking about sort of a day-to-day basis. I'd love you to sort of take us in the direction of, you know, over the period of weeks and months and potentially years of economic downturn, like how can we how can we help? There's a saying, right? When when people zig, you zag. Mm. And some of the best business people and most successful business people actually understand this and make the most of it. So what what that essentially means is so when when somebody zigs and you go the other way, it means that when the majority of people are fe- feeling fearful and when the majority of feel- people are feeling like, you know, things are closing in on them financially and the interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, well, what fear does for, I would say, smart business people is that they see fear as an opportunity in business, right, where, where you can see, see opportunities and make the most of it because, and that's what I mean by when people zig, you zag competition are going a certain way when they're dropping prices because of the, you know, geez, like people are more, more and more people, you know, dropping prices could be the exact opposite to what you need to do. For example, sometimes it's about a matter of being creative of what you offer and how you offer it. It might be a bit, bit of, you know, a better way of how you deliver things, right? Like you were saying with the Victorian, uh, the state of Victoria, like people couldn't open up their shops. So they came up with a better way of delivering their services right so maybe you know a smarter way that you can do and when you can do that right you can actually make not only reduce your your uh, you know the steepness of the of the downturn in the economy for you or in the business but you can potentially make that a boom for you because when people are zigging and you're zagging that could be really opportunistic for you yeah how we work with our clients i mean this is exactly what what we do right so when Yes, we help our clients with all aspects of their business, the growth, the marketing, the, you know, the cash flow, of course, and the, the staff, the teaming and all that sort of stuff. But where I, I really love it is when we talk opportunity yeah. and we opportunity and we can talk specifics about, about their businesses and what's going on, what are competitors doing, what are clients doing, how can we actually make it better based on what's happening in the marketplace. So. I forgot what your question was, to be honest, Adam. Sometimes you get on a rant. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's all good. I, it was it was more just uh, around. I guess I wanted you to go into the uh, what people can do and look to do in an economic downturn, and and what you were saying. Like you answered the question, you know, you could potentially zag when people are zigging and turn a potential lull or a a, val- a trough into into a peak. Yeah, I think the other thing that that's worth noting is that sometimes you know the odds are stacked against you. You know, like for and and I mean no discredit to people that close their businesses and and that sort of thing during those tough times, and I mean no disrespect to people that are contemplating closing their businesses right now, because the thing is sometimes that is the best option. You know, sometimes it's better to go okay, I've I've made some money or I'm profitable to this point. I can see what's going to happen. The writing's on the wall. I'm better off to close the doors and and walk away right now. But sometimes it's just about survival, you know, and the last two years, three years in particular, for some businesses, that's all they needed to do. There was always going to be an upturn on the back of coming out of COVID for a lot of businesses. Mm. And I think that's where some of the strategic planning and and things that we do with our clients, it's, it's how do we just maintain the status quo? 
while growing slowly. You don't need necessarily need these big exponential bell curves of growth right now, but sometimes it's just, okay, how do we just maintain status? Stasis, sorry. How do we stay where we are without losing any ground? And yep. that might be a win in this current environment. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Obviously, every business is different. And while I get excited sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, you can do all these things. You can be contrarian, and you know, you, when people mm. tag, but like you said, maybe that's not the right thing for you. Maybe it is. It is stopping the bleed. Or reducing, reducing the, or mitigating against further losses or further declines, or you know, in some cases, it's not even revenue or profit that goes or reduces. Sometimes it's your your team members, your staff, right? Because mm. they're struggling with, you know, maybe for whatever reason, right? So, well, that's you know, that's a very real problem right now. The amount of people that are are struggling to pay their bills weekly mm. because you know the interest rates have gone up and they're more, therefore their mortgage has gone up. You know, for, for a lot of people, you know, 20, 30, 50 bucks a week is, is all the difference, you know. So I, I think, you know, the, I'm going to go off on a tangent here because that, that's a really interesting thing, right? When we talk about employee satisfaction and, and that sort of thing, and I was talking about survival before, it's really important with your employees to understand where their survival line is, right? And if they're starting to now dip below that because of the, the circumstances and you have the opportunity to support them through this maybe it maybe now's a good time to be talking to them about pay rises right mm. so you can help them take the pressure because this is the thing we we see all the time right mm. the employees and employees that are not just surviving or dipping under their survival line they're more productive right so there's it it may be counterintuitive to pay more money in an economic crisis or an economic, like a, a problematic time, but what's the cost of replacing your employees if they go looking for other work and those sorts of things? So there's a whole, you know, interesting kaleidoscope of things to can be considering right now. Mm. One, I think, are, do, do you have the opportunity, like you talked about earlier, Brian, to grow to, to number one, lessen the 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 impact of a trough make the trough shallower do you number two do you have the opportunity to turn it into a peak so we've gone through an ec economic and you can economic issue you can innovate and come up with a different way perhaps a, a different income stream whatever you know the the world is so used to doing things on zoom now and you know like australia got a whole heap smaller because the east and the west coast are only a Zoom call away, and and same for the world, you know. So there's massive opportunities to to expand your networks and expand where you market to and how you do business and those sorts of things. The third thing is, you know, obviously exploring with your people and and being able to really step into that leadership role, like particularly if the business is doing okay or doing doing well, even. You know, there's an opportunity for you for you to to support your people, and that's why we get into business a lot of the time because we want to we want to build a good culture, we want to build a, a great supportive community, and be able to do things for for others. So yeah, I mean, there there are a few things that are, I can think of. Is there anything you want to add to that, Brian? Yeah, so I I hundred percent agree with what you've said, and 
as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, that's a that's an example of when they zig, you zag, right? So instead of what most people might do is that they might reduce their workforce because, you know, the income coming through is reducing. You're suggesting, you know, is it an opportunistic opportunity for you to invest more or to lock a to give a raise or whatever it is, right? Because well, or recruit people because there's going to be people out there looking for more money right now. Absolutely, because what's the what's the number one thing we hear from business owners at the moment? It's usually around I can't find good staff or I yeah. can't find, you know keep them long enough because there's always someone paying more or poaching them or you know the ones that I get are the dregs or the you know they they're in couple. Mm. Now is actually possibly the time. When you make the most of that, because again, your competitors might be con- uh, contracting in terms of their workforce. So, well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's pr- potentially a lot of people that are going to get laid off, made redundant. You know that sort of thing. So, and this is the thing: like these these times, boom times and crash times, there's opportunities. I think if we can get out of our own way and look for some potential solutions to problems that we hadn't considered or thought of yeah. then who knows but but I, I think we could t- you know once again we can talk on these kinds of topics for hours weeks months i think we'll leave it there today because yeah i, I really want people to to focus on thinking outside the box right now and uh, and i think that that was something that you you sort of shared offline too is just looking for those opportunities to look at the business different. So uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But uh, if you, if you want to brainstorm, if you want to think of some, you know, if you're stuck and you want to do some, some sort of strategic planning and, you know, think about, I mean, I, I would love people to challenge me to having a discussion around, why they think it can't be done or they're, you know, nothing can change or whatever, because I've found over the years and same with you, Brian, you know, just being able to get that outside different perspective sometimes makes all the difference. So if you want to have a chat, send us an email at hello at tradybusinessschool.com and myself or Brian will uh, will reach out and have a, have a chat with you. So, uh, Mate, I think that's all I've got. Anything you, any final words? No. Oh, I mean, other than, you know. Uh, see, everyone does this. You say any final words and they go, nah, oh, hang on. So go on. Yeah, that's final yeah, words. I'm, right? them, I'm one of them. Uh, it's more of words of encouragement in, in the sense that, you know, you're not, just, just know that you're not the only ones who, if you're struggling or are fearful, you're not the only ones who are struggling and, you know, Feeling fear, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, no disrespect by, hundred percent. You know, saying to people, 100%. think outside the box. But if you find yourself that you are a little bit scared and fearful, know you're not alone, and also know there's help out there. You know, send us an email and uh, and we'll get on a call and chat with you. So, yeah, Mark, thanks again for for being here and your your wisdom and your insights. Um, I know this is a topic that you love chatting about. You know. Getting uh, getting on the opportunities, seeing what's uh, what's available out there. But uh, mate, uh, thanks again. Uh, until uh, the next show, I'll uh, I'll speak to you soon. Take care.